Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Saturday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you. Pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Scripture makes no exceptions when it says that sin is master everywhere. In this way, the promise can only be given through faith in Jesus Christ and can only be given to those who have this faith. Before faith came, we were allowed no freedom by the law. We were being looked after till faith was revealed. The law was to be our guardian until Christ came and we could be justified by faith. Now that the time has come, we are no longer under that guardian. And you are, of all you, sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. All baptized in Christ, you have all clothed yourselves in Christ. And there are no more distinctions between Jew and Greek, slave and free, male and female. But all of you are one in Christ Jesus. Merely by belonging to Christ, you are the prosperity of Abraham, the heirs he was promised. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. O sing to the Lord, sing his praise. Tell all his wonderful works. Be proud of his holy name. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Consider the Lord and his strength. Constantly seek his face. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, the judgments he spoke. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. O children of Abraham, his servant, O sons of the Jacob, he chose. He, the Lord, is our God. His judgments prevail in all the earth. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are they who hear the word of God and keep it. Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was speaking, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said, Happy the womb that bore you, and the breasts you sucked. But he replied, Still happier those who hear the word of God and keep it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I suppose our sensibilities around these things have have changed a bit over time. But in the past, it wasn't uncommon to see images of the Blessed Virgin Mary breastfeeding the infant Jesus. In fact, that form of depiction even had a title. It was known as Maria Lactans, usually rendered in English as um, the Nursing Madonna. And when you see those images, they're pretty earthy. You know, there's no hiding from the fact that Mary is a real mum, Jesus is a real baby, and that the bond between them is that of a mother and child. When you stop and think about it, what's being proclaimed by that kind of image is something truly profound. I mean, look at what Mary is doing. She's taking her own life and pouring it out for her son. I mean, that, that's what breastfeeding is, right? A mother takes her own life and pours it into her child. A kind of continued expression of what happened from the moment of conception and the nine months of carrying the child in the womb, that life continues to pour into their child. It becomes a kind of snapshot of what the essence of motherhood truly is. To love, to give, and to sacrifice. Jesus takes flesh from his mother and is born into the human family and is sustained by her. Stop and think for a moment. She is his first and greatest servant. So in the gospel today, we have this wonderful moment where a woman in a kind of almost like uncontrolled way just shouts out from the crowd, happy the womb that bore you and the breasts you sucked. In some ways, it's kind of a fulfilment of what happened at the visitation when Mary went and saw her cousin Elizabeth, and Elizabeth declared that she was blessed because of the fruit of her womb. And Mary herself also prophesied that all generations would call me blessed. And here we have this woman calling from the crowd, happy, blessed, the womb that bore you and the breasts you sucked. Now, indeed, this is high praise for Mary. But that statement is actually about Jesus. Stop and think about it. What is this woman actually praising? She's praising Christ. Your mother is blessed because of what she was able to do for you. Your mother is blessed because you are her son. The womb that bore you is blessed because of you. The breasts that nursed you are blessed because of you. And I don't think Mary would object. Absolutely, being the mother of Jesus is the thing that makes her most blessed of all women. But what I find interesting is that what this woman in the crowd really points to are the two marks of her motherhood, her womb and her breasts. 
the most apparent signs by which Mary served and loved her son. Now here's the thing. Mary, of course, is completely unique in her motherhood of Jesus. No one else can possibly be his mother. No one else can have Jesus as the fruit of her womb. No one else can bear the breasts which nursed Jesus. But although no one else can share in the motherhood of Jesus except Mary, we can share in our service of Jesus. You see, Mary was the first and the greatest servant. In fact, that's exactly how she accepted the invitation to conceive Jesus. I am the handmaid. I am the servant of the Lord. Let what you have said be done to me. And so her womb and her breasts, which are both blessed in their motherhood, are blessed because that motherhood is the greatest act of service. So there's no question that Mary is unique, but we can serve Jesus too. Jesus has a bit of a one-up moment on this woman in the crowd. She says, happy the womb that bore you and the breasts you sucked. And he then replies, Still happier are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Now, I suppose it's a bit bold of me to try and paraphrase Jesus, but maybe what he's saying in this instance is something along these lines. Yes, the womb which bore me and the breasts which nursed me are indeed blessed. But Mary is my mother because she heard the word of God and kept it that she made herself the servant of the Lord. That is where true blessedness lies. And that's where the blessedness of Mary lies. In her motherhood, which is the perfect expression of her loving service of her son. Doesn't it make sense then that the final words which we hear coming from the lips of Mary are the words which she gives to the attendants at the wedding feast of Cana. Do whatever he tells you. Serve him, because that is the path to blessedness. Now, we won't serve Jesus by means of being his mother. But what is mine? What is given to me to do? How can I respond to the vocation, to the calling which the Lord Jesus has given me? That's where true blessing lies. To hear the word of God and keep it. You know, the glories which we heap upon Mary are rightly deserved, but they're always in reference to Christ. She is the most blessed of all women because he is the fruit of her womb because she is indeed the servant of the Lord. So you can hear this echo in the background of this gospel, and it's the voice of Mary telling us to be blessed, do whatever he tells you, to be happy, be the servant of the Lord. Maybe it's worth finishing then with a little prayer for all those who might be discerning a vocation to the priesthood or religious life that the words of Jesus may resonate in their hearts, still happier those who hear the word of God and keep it, and that they may hear the echo of our Heavenly Mother, the one who is the most blessed of all women,
because she is the humble servant of the Lord. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father. <laughs>